Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, my friend? It is going. It is going. Yeah? How are you? Yeah, today was a really busy, busy day, but how are you? I'm good. It was a busy day as well, as you know. Um, and uh, it was good, fun, emotionally full day. Uh, you know, it was, it was, we had stuff going uh all day and we'll get into that in a minute but um it was a blessing man it was it was good we had a team training today and got to get in some good stuff about life purpose and um what uh what we like to refer to as knowing your why why are you what is it about and um and so we had fun with that i love doing that kind of stuff i think it's um it's a blessing to, to do it and share with others. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome that you take time to do that with your team. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We, we spent two hours, and actually we were going to, for the first time, we were going to, um, we've always had a mission statement um, in terms of how we as a team treat our patients. But mm-hmm. we're developing a mission statement in, that is um, centered towards um, the culture of our office, of our team. Okay. And in in terms of how, you know, they want to be treated, like as far as um, kind of boss employees, if you will, we call our team a team member or team. So, um, and then um, and then really just how we want to treat each other and love each other. Um, and and it's kind of goofy. I've been doing this twenty years, and I've never thought of doing it in that way. Um, but a lot of the stuff that God's been putting in front of me, and that uh, I've been reading about and studying about and stuff. Um, I've come to realize that, uh, that I want to put a greater emphasis on positive energy and joy and happiness. And, um, you know, a lot of that starts with love. A lot of that starts with having God in the middle of it, which we pray in the mornings before we get going. Um, and so I'm, I'm ex- it sounds really goofy. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, if you're like, oh, well, good for you. You're going to have a mission statement about how you work with your employees. Yay. But, um, I told my office manager the other day, Miss Taylor, who is an amazing human being in her own right. Um, I've always joked about saying, I want to be more like her when I grow up. Mm-hmm. But, um, I said, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm in a season right now. I really want us to focus on having joy and happiness uh, at work every day. And I feel like we have a good culture and a good team, but we have a great team. Um, but I feel like there's, there's more there, you know, it's like untapped potential and kind of a sense of ownership and stuff. And um, the team's been great with it. They're totally responding to it. We've been talking about changing our, our, our nutrition, our diets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been really, really, really good. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Um, and then afterwards we went, Macy had her, my oldest 19 year old daughter had her, um, had her, um, graduation kind of commencement of high school, uh, party. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and, uh, the team went and supported her in that. And then, um, we had uh, a bunch of friends that came. And so it was kind of like not too big, you know, um, right. it, yeah. it was nice. It was appropriate for the size of the group, but, Good. um, yeah, I mean, it was. We had some good Mexican food and a couple of beers and margaritas, and just kind of hung awesome. out, and talked, and visited, and 
um, my mom's, my surrogate mother, my kind of second mom, Kathy Hine came up and, um, uh, my mom's best friend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that was good. And they kind of helped me with some things Had a patient like that needed to be seen right when we were about to leave. And mom, uh, mom went, like picked up the kids. Kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 One of those things. And so mm-hmm. she, they went and picked up one of the girls from school and, and, uh, it was all good, man. It was, it was, it just all worked today and flowed really, really well. And, um, yeah, I'll get into more of that today too. So what, what made your day busy? Um, you know, it wasn't really busy until it was time for school pickup. I kind of just did my thing this morning. I went and worked out like I normally do. And then, um, I took my laptop to a Starbucks and I actually wrote, which was, I just sat there and wrote, which was good. Cause I tend to get a little bit too distracted at home with other stuff. So right. kind of removed myself from home for the majority of the morning and, um, wrote and then, um, came home, got ready, um, had to pick up my son by three fifteen, and then he had counseling at four o'clock on the opposite right. t- <laughs> opposite um, side of town. Well, yeah. not even a complete different town, actually. Yeah. And so we had to go there from four to five, and then back to school because he had a little spring musical, and he had to be back at school by six thirty, and then that lasted until eight, and yeah. so just you know. Just typical stuff, but yeah, but, yeah. but but good. It was good. Um, it was a cute little mu- a cute little musical that they did about Jonah and um. So I love was... those. I love those cute ones where the kids kind of do the wrong thing, so they start staring out, you know, in the <laughs> distance, or like they're picking a booger, or yeah. like one of them's got a wedgie and they're like sitting there like yanking on it, you know, and they can't yes. get it. Uh, yeah. And just that kind of stuff, or when the kids dress up all cutesy, or they have the, uh, the, uh, the outfits and stuff on. Yeah, man, those yeah, those was, are good memories. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was his first musical from at that school because last mm-hmm. year or the pre-K class doesn't be they're not involved in it, and so this year yeah. since he's in kindergarten, he got you know it was his first time, and so yeah, it was do you cute. think? Do you think it's because they think the pre-K kids are just dumb? Like they're not, they, they're not smart enough to do it. No, because they're like, they're like you were stumps. They can't, they can't keep their shit together. Yeah. They're like, okay, you eat and then you crap your pants and then, <laughs> you know, we send you home to mom and dad. Like, like that's, and you color some, right? You color right. and we start a, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They can't hold it together long enough for a no, musical. Kindergarten no. can barely hold it together. I, yes. I gave Caleb the eye several times. I was that mom. <laughs> like, uh, see, you, know. see mm. you do that. I'm the opposite. I love it when the kids. Now, of course, I mean, both our kids are fairly well behaved. But, or I mean, both, you know, my, my girls and yeah. yours. But I love when they do that stuff. Like, that's the best. Like, I want them. Because that's what you remember. Like, I say this all the time in weddings and stuff. Nobody remembers the kids that walk perfectly down the aisle. Yeah, that's right. True. <laughs> they remember the like the one kid that didn't drop any flowers, and the other one that like dumped the whole thing right at the front, or right. or the ones that are crying, and then they have to pick them yeah. up. And it always cracks me up how there's like some adults, and not every wedding, but at most of them, there's some adults that are like high strung about it and it's freaking them out. And I, and I'm always sitting there thinking like you put like a four year old 
in front of a hundred and two hundred people and said, do something like I can't even get them to do their shit at home. Like whenever I'm like, hey, honey, go to your room and get your shoes and come back like they know exactly where their shoes are in the closet and they get halfway there and pick up a dead cockroach or something. You know, (laughs) I mean, it's it is. And you're wanting this kid. (laughs) Right. I mean, seriously, like you're like, okay. Good, good job finishing your plate, Johnny. Like, take your plate, put it in the in the sink, and they look at you like you're like an alien, like rawr, yeah. rawr, or you're like the the uh, Snoopy teacher, won't 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 won't. Yeah, exactly. Or or they'll take it over and instead of putting it in the sink, they'll put it on the you know on the side, or and then they'll drop like ten pieces of food on the way. And that's yeah. where, <laughs> as parents, right, you're like, you know what? Forget it, screw it. Like, get out of the way, kid. I'll drop the damn roses as I walk down the middle of the aisle. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not as cute, but so I love that kind of stuff. I love when, when it's imperfect. I love when it's messy. Um, and, and yes, if somebody's like, well, if I ever got remarried, would you like, I would, man, I would be like, man, I hope that this kid like trips <laughs> or, or like, like it's walking. Wouldn't it be hilarious to walking halfway down and just a big old fat sneeze, like, Ooh-choo! and, and yeah. the rose petals just like fly everywhere. That's the best if you think about it. I I just those are the memories. Nobody remembers when it goes perfect. So it's always best when it's not your kid, though. I, yeah, I hear you, and I get it. Like because you have one kid, and he's got to be perfect, and you got to do everything right. But as as far as having four, like I'm just telling yeah, you, that's true. like like I'm telling you, once you get the that second one, you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. You know what? Yeah. I really yeah. don't care if you flip flopped your pants out. You know your 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 underwear and you've got streaks on the outside. I don't care. Just go to school. Yeah. I'm too tired. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, no, and, I get you. Yeah. I would, yeah, yeah, I would be the same way. I mean, I'm, yeah. Uh, yes, I do push Caleb a little bit too hard to be perfect. Like he's standing there and like, just, I don't know, just stand still for crying out loud. You're about to be seven, like stand freaking yeah, still. You're, you're, but anyways, you're, I'm just telling you, I love you very much. You know this, but, but your, your expectations are like way out of bounds. Um, it's, he, he needs to be able to sit there and like, like, you know, rearrange his junk and like, like scratch his butt. And, you know, that's <laughs> just, that's just, it's just what boys do. They don't even know why they do it. If you think about it when they're babies, right? Like they just are fidgety and they, um, they do that. I think it just carries on through manhood. You yes. Just, y'all, y'all don't know why y'all do anything you do. This is a very good point. This is a very good point. Once I mean, again, women's wisdom. We need to like, like hashtag women are right. You know, <laughs> we, we, we laughed about this today um, with some patients of mine and just laughed that uh, it's hilarious because the uh, like women kind of know and they, you know, they, they kind of understand the do. flow of things and dudes, we're just dumb. Like, like there are certain things that we just, we're like, well, why do I got to do that? And you're like, well, that's just kind of how it works. You got to pay for the groceries before you go outside. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Constant, yeah. Constantly surprising me. Or yeah. Constantly blowing my mind. But well. That's a whole different. You're, yeah, it's a whole, whole other day. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of. Another day. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, as we talked about the other day. And um, we're kind of. Uh, uh, stoked to to talk about it and share about it. We shared our personal experiences with um, with some stuff, and we talked about uh, 
suicide a little bit. We talked about um, just the difficulty of dealing with some of those things. Um, and so you and I talked about continuing that theme. And um, so I thought tonight we'd talk about a little bit about anxiety and, okay. um, and about that aspect. The reason why I had, I had a friend of mine that was like, hey, talk about anxiety. And we, we were talking about anxiety and depression. And the reason why I, I kind of chose, she, okay, so funny story. She goes, why don't you talk about anxiety and depression together? And I said, because it's a whole month, right? We have the whole month, okay? We have plenty of time to address each thing separately. So it was really kind of selfish, but um, it kind of made me chuckle a little bit. The reality is a lot of that stuff does go together. But the reason why I think anxiety is the one that we need to discuss first is because a, I think it's the most prevalent. I don't, I don't have that as a fact, but I think it is based on my gambling and all that other good stuff. And um, there's over 3 million uh, cases of anxiety diagnosed um, every year in the United States. Yeah, um, I believe. And, and so that can include panic attacks, uh, OCD, uh, obsessive compulsive, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, and, and really just stress about worrying and about um, being restless or frustrated with things. Um, right. Like you get anxiety about having anxiety. Yes. Yes. No, I, I had a patient have that happen yesterday. I'll, I'll explain that or not yesterday, two days ago. Um, and, and so it, it can include worrying, anxiety, fear. A lot of it is motion or, or feeling driven. Um, and, um, and typically it's going to be strong enough to interfere with, with what you're doing during the day, your daily activities and stuff. And, um, and so the, other, the thing that intrigues me about it the most is that um, this is what you see most common uh, uh, out of the mental health illnesses, uh, the mental health issues. It's the most common thing that I see um, in teenagers. So, oh, I, thought so, you're gonna, I thought you were going to say in, in your dental world. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. It is. It Sorry, is obviously. Yeah. As a dentist, you're like, oh, I got anxiety. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, there's, there's no doubt. People don't come to the dentist and then get depressed. They or, or all of a sudden get <laughs> bipolar, schizophrenic. It's they come and they get anxious. So there's no doubt that. Um, that Sorry we, to get you off track. I just yeah, had to make a joke. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that kicking the pants no but but it's we do see that i need to stop clicking my pen i'm putting my pen down um we do see that in the dental <laughs> office um but i see it in teenagers and i want to yeah. discuss that with you tonight um because this is one of those things it's one of the things that drives me insane about the united states medical community that we are not being more proactive to help these teenagers deal with it. And we have a tendency these days with a lot of these illnesses to say, oops, they just have it. Like, oops, now they have it, so treat it. And uh -huh. what the hell ever happened to, it's kind of like somebody, the, like these obese kids. Like, yeah, how about we actually start eating right? How about we start right. feeding them properly? Mm -hmm. um, there's a part of me, I'm being honest with you here when I say this, I don't want to watch some of these documentaries and stuff that are out there. I mean, I do, but I don't because the reality is, is that the more I watch, the more cynical I become about big business and about, um, uh, I already know pharma 
pharmaceutical and kind mm-hmm. of um, how it, that's a loaded deal. Um, but, but even the, we were watching the other day about the sugar industry and about how, how much sugar is in everything. Um, I, I believe I saw this in a documentary um, that sugar is 300 or 3,000 times, I think 3,000 times more addictive than cocaine. And, really? Um, oh, my goodness. And that um, out of the 600,000 or whatever different things, uh, food items that you can buy that are made, 80 or 85% of them have sugar in them that, you know, added sugar. And, mm-hmm. and so um, I'm pretty sure if we go back and look at um, some numbers and statistics of what that was in the 50s and 60s that the sugar content, all that stuff would be crazy. And the reason I bring that up is because so much of what causes anxiety and stuff is because our diets suck. It's because these Mm -hmm. kids are eating crap. And I have parents that come in almost every single day, not every day, almost every single day though. I will have a parent that looks at me square in the face and says, so apple juice has too much sugar in it or grape juice has too much sugar or yeah, I probably shouldn't let him drink a Dr. Pepper in the morning, but you know, and I'm just like, what, what? And, and, and I'm not saying I never give my kids some of that stuff, but I sure as hell don't give it to them in the morning. Um, I don't advocate for them getting it in the, uh, at lunchtime. And, um, you know, just once we start to lay out to people, some of those eating habits, um, you know, I really think that, that, that some of this stuff would get better. Uh, we know for a fact that too much sugar can ca- cause inflammation. Um, beyond that, again, going back to the teenager thing, it's hard as hell just being a teenager. It is. I, I mean, imagine the the junk, the temptation, the the bullying, the whatever you want to call it that you get on the on the phones and social media and all that stuff. Um, it used to be tough going back to when I was growing up. Did y'all have phones at all, Samantha, whenever you were in uh, high school? First, yeah, I got my first phone when I was 16. Okay, yeah. So so for us, we didn't, like some people had like a bag phone or one of those big old things. Because, <laughs> because you old. Uh, yes. yeah, I'm from, <laughs> welcome to NASA, son. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like these are the good old days. So, um, but before that, you know, we were really good at smoke signals um and throwing sticks sticks at each other and it's like hey the string between our cans broke should we tie it back or do we need a new string (laughs) so so hey wilbur so growing up in that era though where we didn't have the phones and stuff um was um cool because you had school and then you went home right and then you had friends in your neighborhood or you had your family and that was it and you did stuff like, outside. Oh, dude, we did a ton of stuff outside. And there was hee-haw. And, and, you know, we had the Atari. It was like Pong, like boom. Yeah, boom, the Atari was cool. Boom. Boom. Really? Boom. Boom. Yeah, like that. Or Caterpillar. <laughs> Wait, Caterpillar. Centipede. Centipede. We just lost listeners. <laughs> yeah. Like there were 10 people like, this guy's an idiot. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Something's wrong with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. It was Atari Pong, dude. That was a, it's a single joystick. And like, was, I think there was one button, one red button in the beginning. But the, my point being that, that not only did they not have the amount of stuff thrown at them, 
but they didn't have to, you know, we dealt with it at school and it was still, you still had the same social issues and depression. We had some suicide stuff and, and other stuff going on now it's, it's, you know, and so it, I don't, let me say it this way to me, I'm not going to say it's an easy fix, but I will say the solution is simple. Mm-hmm. The solution is simple. If we got serious and we got focused within a community, within a school system, within uh, each home and saying, I'm going to make sure my children are fed in a way and I'm going to make sure that they are not inundated with, you know, the cell phone stuff to where they can um, yeah. be well, then, then we would start to actually overcome this epidemic and, and, and start to uh, head it off at the pass. Yeah, um, it would, it would definitely help. It would be a tremendous help, tremendous help. And, uh, and so I see, I'm, I kind of have the advantage of seeing um, a lot of people coming in and, and, and uh, where I've been able to watch them over time. And, you know, they say, well, I'll give you this pill and it, you'll get better. Um, but the number of times you see people get back off it is not very many. And, no. um, and, and again, anybody that, anybody that knows me, I'm, I'm cool with medicine, man. Like, I get it. If we need it, use it, all that good stuff. But there's just way too many people, way too many people. And the medicine is prescribed way too easily. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on, on all this stuff that's preventable. Um, okay. I'm going to say something controversial. So the other day I was, I was talking to my daughters, I believe, and said, you know, why the heck can somebody eat like crap, buy crappy food and stay on food stamps and not ever have to improve? Like, like shouldn't, if we're right-minded, shouldn't we create some type of program or initiative in there where they have to show you know that they're exercising or that they're not buying mm-hmm. only processed foods or foods that are high in salt and, and uh, uh, added sugars and all that crap like at some point shouldn't we if if we're we taxpayers are paying for these people to get you know free free food and free meal and stuff right. like that shouldn't there be some incentive to get better but th- that's where my cynicism comes in because I'm like, well, if there's not, and they're not going to get better because that stuff all tastes yummy. Yeah. And then they're obese and diabetic and it just, it's just the cycle. Mm-hmm. So going back to the anxiety part of it, I think that's where you start is with nutrition. Um, obviously, hopefully at, at their age, they're, they're getting some physical exercise. Um, but I definitely, I would probably double or even triple maybe the amount of, um, physical activity that students are doing. Um, I, I think it's, if, if you're active and doing stuff, I think it's, there's plenty. Um, if you're not, um, and I'll just say from, from example of my eldest, um, it's like dance class and that's it. And I'm not saying that dance class can't be strenuous, but when you're 16, 17, 18, if, if all you're getting is 30, 45 minutes, um, that's that's setting you up for having a sedentary lifestyle. Um, what are your thoughts on that as far as the, the, the teenage aspect of it, Samantha? Um, I agree that it's, I agree that it's way, 
like you said in the very beginning when you first started talking and it, it they go to the doctor once and it's like well this is what they have you know and so then they just give you a pill and move on yeah. it's never like hey maybe we should look into different aspects of it yeah. or whatever um i do think you know eating better and getting more exercise would definitely be a good start to helping um and i do think that anxiety can also come with you know, life circumstances as well. Right. Uh, you know, and well, that's where the medicine helps. That's yeah, where the medicine right. helps. Right. But, um, you also need to know how to like for Caleb, for instance, has a little touch of anxiety, which is why we started um, right. counseling. And, um, I don't want to, I don't, I didn't want medic. I didn't want to medicate him in, you know, right off the bat. And she didn't right. suggest that. I was just saying like, he's six. I don't need to take him to a doctor for medicine. I need, I need to take him first to yes. someone to talk to, or at yes. least someone I can talk to, to know yes. what to do. Amen. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm actually researching, um, anxiety as we're talking here. And, um, it says that, the first food to avoid if you have anxiety is sugar, 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 and uh, vegetable oil, artificial colors and sweeteners, preservatives, and any kind of processed food is the first thing to avoid. The first foods that you would, that are going to be beneficial to you are, and this is why you and I do not have anxiety (laughs) is cinnamon and ginger. Woohoo. Uh, no, but seriously, the the foods too. While I have it pulled up, and while we're talking about it, um, the foods that it lists that help are cinnamon, ginger, garlic, raw honey, which raw honey is really good for you in much a lot of different ways. Um, fruits and vegetables, of course, uh, right. grass fed meat, um, eggs, and and all that that stuff high, high in omega three fatty acids, right? Yes. Um, it's, it's higher than the grass fed and, uh, um, the grass fed butter and the grass fed meats, um, are higher. And then, uh, the honey, uh, is an anti-inflammatory and also it is, um, uh, it's going to help you with your allergies and the allergens, especially yes. if you, it, it's important you get a local honey, I guess everybody knows that, but, but if you don't, Some you need to get, not. you, no, you want to get local honey local. to where you live. Yeah, so it's it's you know it it helps support a local farmer, um, but also you need to get one that's that's and I'm just telling you if you're going to be eating it and eating it a lot, um, I mean every day, then you have to get a local one. That's where the benefit comes from. Um, not saying it's bad to not do it at all, but um, that's kind of so in our case sometimes we're within you know yeah hundred miles like, two hundred miles. It says that. Um anxiety deficiency so if you think that you if you feel like you know anxiety is coming on um you know think about maybe what you might if you're not a normal and anxious person like i've had i've i have had one anxiety attack in my life i'm not normally an anxious person person but something definitely brought it on but anyway um so if you're not normally an anxious person but you feel like it's coming on these are the deficiencies that you may think about that you might have a magnesium deficiency or a vitamin d or zinc right right um so that's just I wanted to say that while I had it pulled up. Good. Thank you for doing that. I, I think at, at the other thing that, that I kind of want to finish addressing is, 
is if you do have anxiety, um, as with everything, I'm kind of one of these guys that's like, you know, we have enough information out there where we can help ourselves. So that's what I tell you first. And I said this the other night with you, um, just about doing research. I mean, we have so much available at our fingertips. Oh, if you're going to spend your time swiping left and swiping right and being, you know, I know Samantha's really big on Tinder and Bumble (laughs) and, um, uh, match and eHarmony. And she's got like seven or eight of those things. Um, if, so if you're there and you're spending time, you know, Snapchatting and, and, and Twittering and, um, and, and you, if you like the Twitter, the Twitter and, uh, Facebook and all that other good stuff, you know, if you're not feeling well, takes freaking time to go and figure out what you're feeling. There's, yeah. there's a really good website. It's called WebMD, and, um, and it's great. <laughs> And you'll immediately you can, think that you're dying. You yeah. can you can learn some stuff about you. Um, um, the Mayo Clinic has got some awesome stuff in all seriousness online. That's really good. And I'm not all about doing this virtual or online, you know, uh, um, diagnosis because it, it creates problems as well. But go and learn something. That's my point. That being said, um, I think it's important to to understand what are some other things you can do. Obviously, talk to a friend. Uh, go to a counselor, like Samantha said, get out and exercise. Um, we already talked about eating right. To me, that's, that's, that's the first one. Another one that is proven is, um, is spending time either in meditation, quiet time, spiritual time, prayer, um, in, in doing something. Um, well, I'll say that, uh, it, it, doing it in a community, uh, type setting is also very beneficial. Another thing is being involved in something. So if you're a part of a team or your family's very active, uh, if you're a part of a community and you're getting outside and you're, you know, um, being involved in stuff, um, that is super helpful. Another thing is just getting outside in general. Go for a walk. Go plant some flowers. Um, for, for our listeners that are up north, that may not be a possibility for some of y'all quite yet. The frozen tundra may be blocking you, but... Um, there's, there's a lot you can do. I know for me personally, uh, I wouldn't say that I have anxiety. Um, I always said worries not of the Lord. So like, I don't even like using that word in terms of something that, but I, I know I have in the past. It's just a dude thing where I'm like, nope, nope. I have no fear. I have no fear. Ah, it's a cougar. Um, so, um, the, the re- <laughs> that I know it's random. Oh, the reality is, is that we have some of that stuff. And uh, you can choose to do something about it or not. The last thing I want to say in regards to what you said about Caleb and going to counselor, I think you and I need to, I haven't asked you this. I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me. I don't, there are times, growing up is just a stressful time. What Mm -hmm. Samantha's talking about taking Caleb to, it's a very specific thing about dad not being there and, and, and some very specific issues that are creating anxiety and separation stuff, man, growing up is just, it's, it's tough for kids, period. We don't need to put every single kid into counseling or, you know, strict diet or whatever, just because they're struggling. Sometimes that's just parenting. Sometimes that is just spending some time loving them, you know, being active with them, throwing the frisbee, playing checkers or chess, um, walking around with them, shooting a basketball, 
playing uh, games, even playing video games and stuff can be great if you're doing it side by side. That's not my favorite, but um, uh, laying in bed, just watching a movie together. Uh, I have a dear, dear friend that um, she and her kids, they will watch movies for a full day. Um, And I think she still reads to them and stuff. And they're, they're a little bit older, which I told her she's weird, but uh, no, they, they will have a day where they are just hanging out. All that does is strengthen those maternal and paternal bonds, which I think calms a lot of stuff down. Um, So uh, go ahead. Nope. Oh, well, um, two things while really quick um, while I'm still researching anxiety, um, a quick, a quick help they said is if you're in the middle of having, having anxiety or in the middle of an attack, lay down and put your feet up on the wall, like make a, make yourself a 90 degree angle and put your feet all the way up on the wall. And it says that, uh, it helps, it takes the, it takes, it gives your heart a rest so it doesn't have to pump as hard and it helps to slow down your heart rate, leaving you, you feeling relaxed with a more calm mind spend five minutes doing it so that's i think interesting. that's cool yeah that's, yeah and that, so that kind of goes along with um yoga stuff also it, right yoga popping up a lot yep. as like remedies i was just looking for stuff kind of quick stuff to give you guys um that might help yeah uh, you know get you kind of out but what i was going to say about the kid thing too um i have a little story um my my point will be to listen to your kids when they, when they tell you stuff. I'm very, very guilty of this. Caleb will, you know, he talks to me all the time. Of course, I'm the only parent. So I hear everything that he says and I don't always give in to everything that he says, or I don't always, you know, pay a lot of attention or I'll say, okay, whatever, you know, I'll just kind of brush it aside. But he, for the longest time, he kept set, he kept telling me, mom, we need to go, we should go spend the night in a hotel. And I'm like, no, you know, come on, dude, like we can sleep at home for free and we don't need to go stay in a hotel. But he kept telling me, kept telling me. And every time I would tell him like, Hey, I have a surprise for you. Like every now and then I'll pick him up from school and say, when we get home, I have a surprise. And it's something little, like something that I found at the store that day or whatever. And every time I would say, I have a surprise for you. When I get home, he would say, are we going to spend the night in a hotel? And he did that for probably like six or seven months. And, um, he just kept saying it would be really special if you and I went and spent the night in a hotel. Hmm. And so I just brushed it aside because, you know, nobody wants to spend a hundred dollars just to stay in a hotel. But anyway, so I finally decided that I was going to do that for him. I didn't get to do anything fun with him over spring break because I was working. And so, um, a couple of weekends ago, I picked him up from school and I had his uh, suitcase in the car and um, he got in the car and he's like, why is my suitcase in here? And I said, well, I figured, I thought that you would like to go spend the night in a hotel. And he, he got tears in his eyes and he said, I can't thank you enough. And so we drove to Stephenville actually where um, Stephen lives and we went out to eat and we went and stayed in a hotel. And while we were out to eat, I said, 
Caleb, what are you, um, what are we going to do when we get to the hotel? And he said, I just want to lay in the bed and love on you. And that's all. And he goes, and I just want to be lazy. And that's all we did. And it was, he is still talking about it and still telling me that was the best thing that I've ever done for him. And it was just, it really, it changed how clingy he has been to me at home. Like prior to that, it was just so much anxiety and so clingy and whiny and just everything. But doing that one little thing, whatever it was in his mind that, was making that special or whatever right. well, he, he wanted to do it. Yeah. He knew, he knew that that's what he wanted to do. And yeah. so for a long time I brushed it off. And when we finally did it and we literally did nothing, like we, we ate and we went to the hotel, we were there at like seven thirty, and he was just like, I'm going to get my shower done. And then we're going to just sit in bed together. And I'm like, okay. And that's what we did. And he just thought that was the best thing. And he just kept hugging me and stuff. And so I'm so glad that I did that. And I just kind of wanted to encourage, like, if your kid is persistent about something that's kind of strange, like give it a little bit of thought because there might be some reasoning behind it. And like I said, he's been, he's been better since we did that. Well, and I I think, I think that's, first of all, I love that you shared that and I appreciate it. Um, I, I think that it's important to remember that with their age, they want to do something. They can't articulate the reason why sometimes. And so they right. yeah, are, are just, um, yeah, and not everybody has the means to do that. But that may mean no, yeah, that no. you, can, you can do something else. Like in your case, it's not like you guys go and do it every weekend. or, or um, It's just one of those things that you waited. And at some yeah. point you decided, you know what, now's the time. And then you kind of got to re- re- reap the rewards yeah. of it. So um, that's an awesome story, by the way. I, I think we, I think it's important that, that we do that. And I can tell you with having four daughters, uh, I think all of us can tell a parent fail story. We really didn't listen to like when the kids open the window of their heart and they're like, I really want to do this. And you kind of blow them off. Um, and, and then you look up and you're like, well, crap, that could have gone better. And a lot of times it was because of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have parent fails daily. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, daily. Yes, she does. Wow. Um, so, um, so a couple, couple last things. Um, some other things that can happen with anxiety, um, is sleeping issues. So sleeping, um, you know, uh, making sure you're, have a routine where you're winding things down. Uh, I have a friend that she's um, uh, been doing something with her teenager because her teenager can't sleep. So she will start to, um, you know, phone goes up, no TV after a certain time, uh, turn the lights down, uh, go take a shower at nighttime. Um, You can do a, a sleeping mask if you like. And, and then there's ton, I don't know if you guys know this, but on YouTube, there's a ton of stuff. There's like eight and 10 hour, like, um, YouTube, it's not a video, it's a soundtrack essentially, um, that are for sleeping. And, uh, I have another friend that's traveling a lot and, and she started using that and that's helping her. Um, I, I use it for Caleb's, um, sleeping too, yeah, because he yeah. wakes up and then he's, his mind just kind of wanders and yeah, then he can't get yeah. back to sleep. And so he's got music going in his Shoot, room. Yeah. Have, having a fan on with that white noise, you know, mm-hmm. that can help. Right. Um, so remember getting actually, get actually getting sleep is important to your mental yeah. stability, so like getting enough sleep. I was going to give yeah. Stephen a hard time today. Cause I don't think that he ever sleeps. 
Yeah. I, um, I, <laughs> since, since I've started doing this with you, I, it's, it's, it's been, um, I've been sleeping less. I actually, yeah. <laughs> before I was really good at going to bed earlier. And, um, and so I've, I've kind of gone back and it doesn't mean I just need to adjust things a little bit. That's all. Um, but I, I have been going to the grocery store at, you know, 10, 30, 11 at night or at six in the morning after I wake the girls up. Yeah. But um, that I'm also going through kind of a weird funky time where, where sometimes I don't have time. So other days um, my girls um, are, are generally good with that. Um, so you can have phobias and stuff that really freak you out. You can be OCD, like we said earlier. And, and one that's near and dear to my heart as a dentist is muscle tension and clenching your teeth. And um, it's the number one thing I see, Samantha, in teeth where people are either cracking or breaking. Um, uh, they have toothaches, they have headaches, sometimes severe headaches. I saw two young ladies, two college students. It's very common, um, for them to be clenching and gritting their teeth or having migraines and they're associated. Um, if you do have migraines and, and you notice that clenching and stuff, first of all, go see your dentist about getting a guard made. It's huge. It's super important. Another thing that I do, um, is I'll give something and, and everybody's different. But I will prescribe some Flexrel, a little muscle relaxer. It's yeah. very low dose, very inexpensive. One pill at nighttime for three nights in a row. It works fantastically well. Um, we always have to check and make sure with your doctor drug interactions and all that stuff. But it's it's kind of one of our things that we can do to almost always snap somebody out of it. Um, um, and especially if they're clenching and stuff. Um, yeah, clenching and, is bad news. Yeah, clenching. The big term is called bruxism. And bruxism includes clenching your teeth, which is what you imagine is kind of like where they're just gritting together and going, ah. and then the, um, the side to side thing, um, is, is the grinding and the grinding is where you, as you would imagine, gnashing a teeth or grinding side to side. And I'm pretty sure that's the reason why it's mentioned in the Bible, uh, uh that stuff that's, that what, what happens down in show or down in hell, um, because it's annoying and it is really painful for a lot of people and, and very debilitating. I see a lot mm-hmm. of 50 and 60 year olds where they either we have to pull teeth or they're, they're um, uh, having to crown all their teeth or get a denture. And so it sucks. So you really, if you have that, if you're having the headaches, especially if you wake up in the morning with headaches, if your jaw joint or that area on your upper cheek in front of your ear is really sore, those muscles are tired um, and exhausted. It's no different than getting a Charlie horse or a cramp on your calf. Um, it just stays that way. And so we try to deal with it where we don't do medication very often or exceptionally rarely. But uh, I would say the average patient that is having those issues, it's once a year, or once every two years, which, you know, one pill, two, three nights in a row. They only have to, they only have to take it once a year. Uh, typically, it will kick them back out. It will deprogram the muscle, kick them back out of that trisma state or that, that, that clenching state. And then they just wear the guards the rest of the time to kind of keep them there. The guards are what help open the muscle fibers so that the muscles can't clench. Hmm. Yeah. And I probably have 10 to 15% that will wear guard and will still have that happened. And so those, those people, we still give them the medicine and, um, and that generally helps them. But wow. um, yeah, our success rate is super duper high, works really, really, really well. Um, and uh, it can be a debilitating thing, costs, costs a lot of money. Uh, breaking teeth, all that other stuff. And, um, and then the last thing that I prescribe or I suggest, I should say, I can't prescribe this as much as I tell people to go get one massage a week for three weeks in a row. 
And so you yeah. can do a full body, which is be- best and great. Um, but sometimes, you know, time or, or money wise, just do an upper body um, and specifically head and shoulder. Everything's yeah. connected up there. And that stuff works tremendously well. I'll have people say, well, I didn't get a massage, but I went to chiropractor. It's not the same thing unless you have a specific type of a chiropractor. Um, I'm talking about getting in there and working all of those yeah. muscles. And you need to go back multiple times yes. so that they can continue to work out and deprogram those muscles in those specific areas. So I, I do. I have a massage therapist that actually focuses just on my neck and on my yeah. jaw. Yeah. Maybe, you know what, that would be a good segment at some point. Because I'm a clincher. Yes, she is. Hates the dentist, but she's a clincher. Don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, maybe oh. sometime we could have either massage therapist come on. Uh, I know several people that uh, are masseuses that, uh, that I could reach out to. Also, Samantha, that might be interested in coming on, kind of just mm-hmm. – just, yeah. uh, having a good conversation with them about um, the benefits of massage and, um, and how it can help. I'm a huge proponent of it. I love how it feels. Um, and I think human touch is something that's, you know, getting farther and farther away. And it's, it's the same thing as kind of one of the things in nursing homes and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I think if they had the capacity to get uh, the, to do some type of massage therapy for the older folks that are in those homes that, that they would just see a lot of issues and, and anxiety and stuff go away. The last human thing touch, want, human touch is a big deal. It's, I mean, it's, it's, important. it's the king. It's the king. I, the last thing I would say about it is, is of course, we're not implying if you have severe anxiety and it's debilitating that you can only fix it with doing these things. If no, you need right. to go to a doctor, if you need help, um, we're always going to advocate for that. Um, my point being that I would hope that it could be a situation where you don't have to be on medicine for the rest of your life. Correct. So that that's like what Samantha was saying. Try to do these things first. Watch your diet. Do those things. I see, man, dude, I see so many people that j- their diet and the way they take care of their body just utterly sucks. And um, um, I think one of the reasons why I'm able to do what I do, and my, I'm very imperfect, but. Um, yes, is very. The, amen. Amen, sister. But yeah. the, one of the reasons is because. I take decent care of my body. I've not ever allowed myself to kind of get into an obese state and, and, uh, I could, um, I, I like getting out and being physical. All right. Anything else on anxiety for our mental health awareness month? Uh, nothing on anxiety. No. Okay. So we, we've only talked about that for just a short period of time. Ha ha. Um, so, um, next, um, we want to thank you very, very much. Our feedback continues to be real positive. We kind of share with each other back and forth and we're continue to be really encouraged by it. Um, the, um, uh, we're getting just a influx. It's been massive. It's been huge. I've actually, I forgot to tell you, Samantha, I think I'm going to actually go ahead and, and look at, um, doing a, a different email for us because my inbox is just flooded right now oh, really? with listener yeah, comments uh-huh. and, um, and, and so I think we've still, let me check between you and me. We still have how many emails have we totaled now? <laughs> two. It's been two. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so we're very appreciative of uh, your input. Um, so I'm going to have to put another incentive when I say, Hey, shoot us an email or something. I think it's because they don't email as much, right? Like the, probably if I, if I said, Hey, text us, but, um, um, the did you did you want to share the the second email uh no okay good all right 
good, good, good. All right. You know so, what would be good is if you guys commented on the uh, link on Facebook. Because yes. unless you want it to be a private, um, then that's fine. Yeah. But if you comment on – I always share the podcast, each episode I share on Facebook or on my Instagram or wherever – all the places if you leave a comment on there then steven can see it as well and people, yeah. other people can chime in and then more people see it because it shows up more in the feed so if you don't feel like going to our email make sure you leave a comment on our facebook so so first of all i thought about this samantha and, and we really not been doing well with this so in case you don't know we're um we're 50 minutes into this podcast and i'll tell you this is called motivation for your real life uh, with Samantha Amadon and Dr. Stephen LaDuke. And so um, we should probably tell you that that's what this is. Hopefully you know that if you're listening. Um, and then uh, if you do want to email us, um, go to Samantha's website, samanthaamadon.com. And yep. uh, she's got an email link there. And then on the Facebook, have they changed the name to Motivation for yet or not yet? No, they haven't. Okay. So on the Facebook, it's still um, your, your real. real life. Yeah, And so we've asked them to change that. If they probably don't here in the next day or two, then we'll probably just shut that one down and start over Yes, and, uh, and create a new one. All right. So um, we're going to next, we're going to talk about um, our 30 day challenge. So we've been doing our 30 day challenge where we're praying for somebody we don't care for <laughs> and um, where we are doing sit-ups and I'm and doing a hundred. That going. It is fantastic. You. I thought you would never ask. Thank you very much. How are um, your abs? Are they actually, fine? whenever I just said fantastic, um, I think I crapped my pants a little bit because my abs hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's good, actually. It's it's I'm not as sore as I thought I would, but I'm not doing 100 in one sitting. Um, I will work my way up to that. But um, but I'm, so you're I'm doing do 100 total in a day. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought that was actually unlike Samantha, who asked. Her 30-day challenge is something like that's so hard and excruciating and borderline impossible. Mine, on the other hand, is more manageable. If you're a slacker, you understand. And you're like, oh, I totally relate with Steven. You know, if like you're hardcore OCD, anal retentive, you're like, oh, I totally relate with, with Samantha. So um, in my case, mine's easier and we attainable. I thought that you, I thought we were doing each other's challenges as long um, in I'm doing yours. To our own. Also, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. doing yours as well. Yeah. No, but yeah, but you've been doing, like, how many sit ups <laughs> do you do in a day? <laughs> I like, already was doing that. Yeah, cheater. Not quite. I don't do 100. I don't. But, but now you are, right? Now I am. Yeah. Yeah. So should I tell my funny story about, um, okay, so I fell asleep on the couch with all the lights on and, um, and I woke up at like 11.57 and still had like 25 left. To well, do. yeah. Yeah. So I like jumped up and it's so funny because it really doesn't matter. Right. Like it's the heart of the matter. Am I doing it or not? But I was like, I'm committed. Doggone it. <laughs> so, uh, so I sat down and did that and, uh, and got it done. It was pretty, and, it and made me you, laugh. And did you pick your person that you don't like? I did actually. Yeah, I, I'm praying for two. Good, two so am I. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's hard. It's challenging. It is. I mean, it's. <laughs> we'll just say I'm really, really, really not good at that. Like I'm like, Lord, sorry. Like, like, baby Jesus, will you please like 
if they happen to, you know, um, will you help show them peace and joy and help people they come <laughs> in contact with, you know, be kind to them. But if they stub their toe or like if they like <laughs> lose, if they slam their finger in the door and get a, their, their pinky fingernail comes off, that's okay too, Lord. You know, yeah. like, like just one of those things where, where um, it's, it's just tough. We'll say that. Yeah. Yep. It's tough. So you hope, you hope that somebody walks by and pushes them down. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can I please, Lord, if there's a little bit of rain, can I be please be the person in the car that drives by and splashes them? Yeah. Um, so um, I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah, it's it's been good and new and different. And so same thing, um, maybe in remember on Facebook, it's right now it's still your real life. It's not motivation yet. Um, and so put a comment or something in there. Tell us what you guys are doing. We would love to hear about it and go from there. What I was thinking at some point that we might need to get creative and put some incentives out there, um, like for um, a gift card or for something else, just to kind of say, hey, you know, um, yep. we want to we support and help. Because what we know is that once people um, get out there and share this kind of stuff, it's always um, more beneficial and we're more likely to follow through. Yeah. And I also want to know the one thing that you chose to do this month that's new. One thing that you've never done before. Not you specifically, Stephen. I don't really care about what you chose. Good point. Good point. Uh, but the listeners, um, yeah. what is something that you did for the first time this month? Yeah. Because we, I... we talked about that last. Yes, podcast. we did. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a note on here to make sure we ask for that. So one new thing, right? Just yeah. one new thing, anything. Can one I share new, what, what I did? Yeah. Go ahead. No, well, just one new thing in a month and then your 30 day challenge. Yeah. And we started the 30 day challenge on the 15th. So right. we go to the next 15th. We'll go okay. To... What do you want to share? Um, well, remember what one, my one new thing was one square. One yes. 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 How'd that yes. work out for you? Uh, well, I haven't done it yet. I'm kind of going to build it up a little bit, you know, cause I only have to do it once during the month. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I was kind of excited. I might even like, I was thinking like, like oh, it's, why it's, are you still talking about it's this? spring. And so like, Ugh. like you want to go back and commune with nature. Like I want to go out and be with one with God and the animals and the trees. And I might want to go find a large tree with large leaves, you know? <laughs> so, and just use a leaf. Yep. Hey, no, a leaf does not, a leaf is not the same as one square of toilet paper because some leaves are thicker than toilet yeah. paper. You already said toilet paper. Yeah. I, well, I, but I was just saying that, that a leaf <laughs> might be good too. I can't and it's still, still talking about this. It's still something new, right? It's still yep. new. It's new. It's yeah. new. Hey, have you ever taken a cooking class? Um, do, 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 do. No. That's what I want to do. Do you? Are you yep. going to, oh, so when you say something new, you're not talking about like a sheet of toilet paper. You're like saying go and actually do something fun that's new. Yes. Oh. Not something gross. Not something that boys okay. think of. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So like somebody could go do like, like um, go get their CHL, right? Yeah. Their concealed cool. carry handgun license. That would be yeah. a good thing. Um, they could go and like shoot Tannerite and explode like a cake no. or something like, like, no. 
explode up an anthill. What else? Let's see. No, we got to give them some ideas like that. I did. Last they... time I said go on a picnic. You're talking about shooting things. Oh, you said go I, on a picnic. That would I be said good. go on a picnic yeah. or pack yourself yeah. a picnic. Go to the yeah. movies by yourself. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got one. What? Um, do the Yankee Doodle um, with the farting armpit. No. Oh, you know what would be a good one? No. Nobody's listening to you anymore. Like if you've never done... Um, a certain type of exercise, like go to a yoga class or go to Ooh, a Pilates. Or that would be healthy. One of those. That would like, be healthy. There's, oh, there's a, there's a workout called, or there's a class called bar class, B-A-R-R-E. And they all, it's a whole workout on like a baller on a ballet bar. And, um, that's kind of yes. a, that's a trendy I, workout lately. And I was thinking about doing the one with the, uh, like the brass or the gold pole in the middle of the ceiling, like in the, <laughs> where it's, where it's, that looks like that would be fun. Like yeah. I've, um, I don't know what that's called, but that's, that would be like a new workout that would yeah. be interesting and pole new dancing. pole dancing. Nobody oh. wants to see Steven do that, especially in his tank top. Yeah. In my tank top and my, yeah. Um, um, okay. So I'm scratching that off, scratching, scratching. Um, Okay, what's next? One more thing. I've, I've got one more thing. There's got to be something else that um, that I could do that would be fun and interesting. Um, ooh, pet a llama. There you go. Pet a llama. Oh, that's a that's that's okay. a good one. That's a good one. I'm I'm trying to reach. Okay, you go for the generic. I want to do cooking class. The fun. You know, mundane stuff. I'm really trying to stretch myself here. Really reach out there and kind of get to. I can take a. I can take a um, selfie with a llama. My yeah. uncle has a llama <laughs> that yeah. I see every day, and he waits at the fence, and people stop and. Never mind. Anyway, I have um, a llama. I have a llama. If you want to pet one. Is he yellow? No, he's black and white. He would if he was yellow. He would be a banana llama. <laughs> okay. Like if if you take a selfie, like then you gotta like self-title it like we're drama llama. Okay, so I can make it. I can make it our Facebook profile pic. Um, yeah, I think people would just keep swiping if that happened. <laughs> no, I think I think if you're on there with a llama, I actually think that that would work well. It would be better than the uh, trolls. Um, I posted. I'm the, I'm the cute one of this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Girlfriend got it going on. Daddy is, um, yeah, not so much. <laughs> um, all right, let's do two, 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 two good things, and we'll wrap this sucker up. Okay. Um, two good things spiritual. So, for me, I love. I'm weird. You guys know I like audiobooks and all that stuff, but I love um, the audiobook where um where it's it's describing or talking about the bible where there's multiple characters like it's it's kind of like an interactive thing and and i know it's kind of goofy i love reading the word too but um i just i love hearing people's voices if it's if it's a certain book like joyce meyer i love her deal um this mike dooley that i'm listening to uh, michael singer um i can go on and on and so but but same thing when when i'm like as a fresh way to hear the word, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's different and new. I, I, I did it again the other day. I, I kind of uh, will do it for a while and then stop. And anyway, I just love it. I thought it was 
uh, uh, awesome and new and fresh. And uh, it's, it always makes me happy. It always makes me happy. So that's, that's kind of um, uh, a suggestion for y'all to freshen things up a little bit. My, my 19 year old told me the other day that, that she's been reading the word and that is just, she's been, she said, daddy, I'm going through it. And it's just kind of um, not speaking to me like it was before. And so um, it's, it's one of those things that, um, that I said, we just need to change things up. The, the, the one that I listened to the other day, uh, for me was was the Beth Moore thing, uh, and it's called Jesus uh, Ninety Days with the One and Only. Um, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, so so we were talking about just doing things a little different, and um, I th- I think getting a uh, a new you know devotional or something would be good for her too. But what's yours? What's your spiritual? Um, I keep a bunch of devotionals next to my bed. Uh, my mother-in-law actually gave me a bunch of devotionals this past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had said that I wanted them. And, mm-hmm. um, well, I said I wanted a devotional book and she went out on the limb and bought me like 10, which is Whoop. great. Yeah. Um, and so I actually keep them out, um, out, like out of my nightstand. Like I don't put them away in the drawer, um, so that I see them. And so in the morning I'll grab whichever one kind of speaks to me. I'll look over at them and literally there's, if you can see them now, I'm looking at them now, there's a stack of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven up on my nightstand. And I will look over at them in the morning. I have my coffee and I grab whichever one, you know, kind of speaks to me Mm -hmm. and I read Oh, just a quick devotion. Right. Like not everybody has a million hours in the morning and not everybody's a morning person like Stephen. And so, um, anyway, that's kind of a, just a, you know, just, it's a quick, like some of them are a little bit longer, but some of them are just short. Like one, one of the devotionals actually called three minute devotions yep. in the morning or something like mm-hmm. that. And so it just, it's like a quick thing that you can glance at while you're reading, you know, drinking your coffee or whatever. And it gives you something to think about for the rest of the day. Cool. 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 I think that's a great idea. And I am getting older, but fine like wine sister. So watch it. Don't, don't be, don't be intimidated because you said I'm getting older. I I get up early and I am taking better care of my body and better care of my mind. And so don't, don't retract what you said. That was your direct dad at dig at all the old people. Um, I just said you're a morning person and I'm not. Yes. Yes. Okay. Maybe, maybe, so. I, maybe I ran in the wrong direction with that one. Oops. Um, Doesn't mean you're going to be in the nursing home like, next, okay, next year. Old guy. So um, <laughs> let me go take my, my Geritol and then I will go to the next one. Um, two physical things. Do you have something physical or do you want me to say mine first? You can say yours first. Okay. So, so physical wise, uh, there's something that I did good for a period of time and then I kind of slacked off of it. But, um, on your phone, there's a bunch of apps and there's some, there like six minute workout, seven minute work. This is obviously, if you guys are out there and you're doing, doing what you do well, um, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, two hours, then you're going to do that. And that's fantastic. This, this workout that I'm talking about is for kind of uh, trying to get back in the habit. It's got good motivational stuff on there. It's got good um, uh, nutritional stuff that's on there. And uh, it's really, 
um, it's it's really good. Uh, one of them is called Seven, and then the other one is called Eight Fit. Um, and um, and I like them. They're kind of fun and different and unique. And like for somebody like me, that had been, you know, I go out to the ranch and I do stuff, and I, you know, I try to do as much manual labor as I can when I'm out there on purpose. I like it, um, and it ties me in closer with God and nature and my ancestors that were out there. Um, but, um, those apps, uh, really help. Um, and you know, as I got some joints and some knees and some shoulders and stuff to get them moving again, uh, they were a good helper and, uh, and I liked it. It was really fast. I could do it. And even if the uh, kids were crying and, um, uh, had issues because there's no food in the house, dad, there's no milk, <laughs> Dad, there's no fruit. Dad, there's no whatever. And, uh, you know, they're just so spoiled. They want to eat. It is. So I, 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 I can do my exercises while they're fussing um, and, uh, and then walk back over there and find them. You know what? I don't know if you know this, but kids can eat coffee grounds. And, um, and uh, that's worked well for us. All right. Mm. What's your physical? I can't, I uh, can't believe that they want to eat. Yeah, it's they're so weird. They're so weird. Wow, what an inconvenience! That and they they want to eat, and they're like, "We're out of toilet paper." I'm like, "You know what? Go outside, right?" <laughs> you only need one one square. We're back to that. That's right. <laughs> Especially you girls, you girls, you and you clogging up your stinking toilets. I know I'm the only father's ever complained about that. Um, what's your physical suggestion? Okay. Two good My things. My physical suggest- suggestion is to do lunges or squats every yeah. day. Yeah. No, but seriously, that's a good um, way to strengthen your, it's good for your balance and it's good for you to strengthen your core. Um, and it's, you're going to feel it in your legs and your butt. But, um, if you don't go to the gym or don't have time, I mean, I know that I, since I work from home, I have a really super flexible schedule and I'm blessed with that. And so I know that not everybody can go to the gym and whatnot, but lunges is something that you can do in your driveway and you don't have to do many, but try doing some like five days a week, just go out there and just do 20. Dude, I do mine in, I do mine in my living room. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying like get some sun or get some fresh air while you do it. But um, just do some and Mm -hmm. um, it's really, really good for your balance and it's good for your uh, back for later Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Like building Mm -hmm. your back muscles and stuff will help your low back like as you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Good advice. Good advice. And the thing about lunges and squats and stuff is it's actually going to get your blood pumping quicker than anything else because those are your bigger muscles. And yes. so uh, it's a good way to get heart rate up and all that good stuff in a relatively short, short period of time. That. By the way, the seven or the eight fit thing that I talked about before, you'll do typically like do like push-ups. It's stuff you can do right there in your living room. So like push-ups, squats, lunges, um, tricep uh, um, extensions kind of while you're using the coffee table. Uh, you can do step-ups. You do wall sits. Um, so my daughters were laughing at me because they hadn't seen me do uh, jumping jacks and like probably ever and so they were like really dead like they were just cracking up it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen um, and of course I did them old style too you know where I'm like one two three four and they just um, with my hands all the way to the ceiling they're like dad at least look cool you know 
I think I looked plenty cool. Uh, Well, it was my tank top and my short shorts that I wore (laughs) from seventh grade, right? Seventh grade. Okay, that's that's an exaggeration. No, I I can. Hey, I do still fit into my shorts from my freshman year in college. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. I look fantastic. Sexy. Okay, next. Two nutritional. Two good things are nutritional. Um. Do you have something you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. We're, so we're setting a trend here. Yes, yes. Uh, as we should. Uh, I'm the man. Um and chauvinist, chauv- chauvinistically go. I should Okay. So um nutritionally, um one of the things that the girls do for, the girls and I do um in the morning in trying to reduce our sugar and all that other stuff is we've done away with syrup for a while. And so um this is not gonna be the most nutritional breakfast that you can do, but it is a really good shortcut for us. And it works It's kind of something we do once a week. Um, and so we do frozen waffles. Uh, I do the whole wheat ones, um, whole wheat frozen waffles, and we just put real butter on it and we do the, uh, grass fed. Um, and then, um, and then also we will, uh, then we'll put peanut butter on it. So it was so cute. You know, we're trying to do less than 10 grams of sugar per meal. Remember yeah, that's that? Cute. And so I got my 13, my 10 year old over there like, Dean, daddy. Okay. So this has six grams. And, and I'm like, yeah. So one tablespoon. No, it says two tablespoons. And so more than anything, some of y'all are going to listen to this and think, oh man, that's freaky and that's overkill and that's dumb. I love it because it's teaching the kids to look on the back of the thing, look and see how many sugars there are. What's yeah, the appropriate serving size. And that's one of the keys. It goes back to what you were talking about diet and nutrition. My kids need a ton more um, protein and fats and all that other good stuff, and they need more carbs. But I like that they're at least coming to understand that if we're serious and we work hard, then we can do that. So we always – I shouldn't say always. uh, 95% of the time, we'll do that with some fruit as well. Um, And and so that's kind of our our breakfast, our kind of a go-to quick breakfast. But we don't do syrup. And uh, that freaks some people out, but my kids, it's just what we eat now. It's how we do it. And so sometimes when I hear parents saying, well, my kids would never do that. Uh, yeah, they would. Um, just put it in front of them and say, that's what we're eating today. And they can choose not to eat, but eventually they'll choose to eat again. Um, and so <laughs> they just will. And, and I hate, I hate, and I, I don't know exactly how you and Caleb are, but I'll tell you. I hate hearing parents tell me that their their kids dictate what they get fed and what they feed them and all that stuff. It is a major pet peeve of mine, and there's a bunch of different reasons for that psychologically and otherwise. Uh, but vast majority of the time, us parents need to be fixing on something. They need to make a choice. Or excuse me, not make a choice. They need to be eating what's on their plate. Um, and um, this morning, in our case, it was like, hey, whatever you want, fend for yourself. Um, but, um, most of the time I make something and that's what they eat. And, um, I just think it's healthy. I think kids need to learn at a young age, like that's how life is. Samantha and I don't get to show up to work and, and always get to decide, well, is it A or B? Some days you go to work and it's just this. I don't get to go outside and pick my car every day. It's just, I'm going to drive what I drive, you know? And so I think it's a good, healthy lesson. I do let them pick usually one day a week. Um, but, um, 
going back to that. We try to stay clear of the high sugary stuff. And like I said, we don't even have syrup in our house. So how about, how about you, Missy Miss? Um, I will kind of go opposite here. I just found this interesting. Um, so a lot of us, it's funny that I pulled this up because I've been craving chocolate lately. And, um, I think it's kind of like a girl thing, like a PMS kind of a deal. And so I'm going to throw oh, this out there for all of you. Is that PMSers. what's going on now? I get it. And, um, they put the, there's a ben- the benefits of dark chocolate versus milk chocolate. And I've known, I know that people say, you know, I've heard that dark chocolate is better, but I never knew really why. And, um, it has fewer carbs than milk chocolate. It's got half the sugar and it has four times the fiber. Yeah. So that's interesting uh-huh. for, you know, if you want some, you know, your little sweet fix or whatever. Yeah. Choose dark the chocolate. dark chocolate. Amen. It's better for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, cool. it's huge. I never. Did you really not know that? Do what? Like you're, you're being serious. You did not know that dark chocolate was better for you. No, I did know that it was better for you, but I didn't know that it had less carbs and four times the fiber. Yeah. I didn't know Just why. Just that alone, having a regular movement would be worth eating the dark chocolate <laughs> over there, right? You're like, yeah, yeah winning, right? Yeah. Then you yeah. could probably get away with the one square. All right. Last thing is too emotional. Two good things, emotional. And so for mine, um, so there's a... Uh, a, a lady, her name is Mandy Evans, and you have to forgive me. I don't have this book in front of me. I believe it's called Traveling Free, and it's about getting clear and releasing stuff. Um, but but my thing is um, that that I learned from her um, is as you as you kind of change and you do new things, everybody, your brain is going to be adjusting, and as it adjusts, um, being confused or frustrated. Um, is, is that, that stuff's normal because your reality of what's going on is changing as well. And, and so your brain is meant to what, like our survival instincts, Samantha are meant to do what? Help a brother. Out. Uh, I don't, They're meant. To, I don't know what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah. Our survival instincts are meant to keep us alive. And so yes. they keep saying, look, go do that. Stay with the tribe, do what the tribe says, Right. Do the safe thing, you know, make sure the reason we overeat, the reason we're addicted to sugar and all of that stuff is is because we are trying to do things to preserve our body. And it's these are like like um, characteristics that we have both psychologically and body wise that go back uh, uh, forever and ever. So so when you do these things and, and you and you change these things, one of the things that Mandy tells us is that you need to expect it's going to be difficult and along with that, emotionally, you have to start to understand what's going on with that stuff. And there's no way you can get uh, free and get to a point to where you're releasing some of this stuff until you come to grips with what you are unhappy or angry about. And so that's my suggestion for you guys. If you are struggling with something, just take a minute and, um, and, and, and you're going to ask that helps you get specific about what you're feeling. And what that really is coming about, uh, uh, where that, what that feeling is all about. Um, if you can identify what you're unhappy or what you're angry about, 
um, what you're feeling guilty or worried or whatever else, then, um, then you can start to walk down that path. The second part of that, I'll go through these other ones real quick. Why are you unhappy about it? So, um, what is it, right? I'm unhappy that the dog crapped in the floor. Why are right. you, why are you unhappy about it? Well, because I got to clean up a mess and it takes time and it stinks up to whatever. Um, the next one is what are you concerned about that would happen if you are not unhappy about it? So if I chose to not be unhappy about it, right, I would be chill. Then what I'm concerned about, well, there's still a mess there and it's still stinky, right? Right. But could I choose to be not be upset about it? Absolutely. I could, I could almost laugh. I'm not good at that. I'm trying to get better at it, but I could laugh and go, huh? Well, the dog crapped the floor again. Um, when you realize that, and again, I'm going to say this again, what are you concerned? What happened if you are not unhappy about it? That's a tough one. But many, many times we're often unwilling to depart from feeling, even if it's painful. Um, number four is, do you truly believe that? Number five is, why do you believe that? And number six is, why, what, excuse me, what are you concerned would happen if you do not believe that? All of that stuff is kind of deep questions. Mandy Evans, she's got an amazing book. Um, again, I can put some of this stuff on Facebook, I guess, if, if, um, if we uh, want to. Um, I, I, I think the key there is understanding, one, you got to identify it, you got to name it, right? And then as you go and work through that, what are those feelings and where are they coming from? And a lot of times you're holding on to long-held beliefs um, and it's limiting you. It's self-limiting. And mm-hmm. you, you realize, you know what? It doesn't help at all that I get pissed off at the dog or the kids or right. whatever else. Wouldn't it be better when that happened? And wouldn't I be a better example to my kids and be better for my heart if I could just say, huh, okay, now you got to take care of that. Or somebody does, right? And in my right. case, if it was the kid's dog, I'd be like, that's on you. Love you. Um, um, I guess I think the hardest part for me would be, remember the last time you stepped, stepped in dog poo, Samantha, and then tracked it everywhere. I think that, that would piss me off. Like there would, there would be nothing there where I'd be like, Hmm, why am I unhappy? It would be (laughs) poop throughout the whole house. Yeah. 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 That would be bad. All right. What's your emotional, um, suggestion? Sometimes deciding who you are is deciding who you'll never be again. Yeah. And that's, that's true. Especially if you're trying to better yourself or whatever. Um, I went through a phase that I don't ever want to revisit. And um, it took a long time for me to let go of it and kind of just, you know, just forget, not forget about it, but just realize that, that's that who I am is not that it's not what I, you know, I don't want to go through that again. Right. And so, um, I think that's important to like, kind of, if you, you know, if you have guilt or something about something that you did or, you know, just a phase in your life or whatever, um, it's important to say like, I recognize what I did. I recognize that I didn't like it or, you know, that it was whatever it was. I didn't like who I was, you know, who I was during that time. And then just, just know that you're not going to be that way again. Right. Kind of goes along with talking about it all. You know, we're always talking about bettering ourselves and that's kind of what this is kind of centered around. And so I just want to throw out there, like, don't beat yourself up, but just say out loud, like, Hey, yeah, that's what I did. And we're moving on. Right. Right. Learn from it. I love that by the way, sometimes who you are, 
um, sometimes who you are is deciding who you'll never be again. Is that right? Sometimes, sometimes deciding who you sometimes are. Sometimes deciding who you are. I flipped it. Who okay. you are is deciding who you'll never be again. Okay. Uh, that, uh, that's good, man. That is really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Like that's, I want to make a shirt on that. Oh, we should, <laughs> we should, we should make that into one of our little, um, what's that app that we use? The word, the, uh, word swag. Yeah. yeah word swag. That'd be a cool one. Okay, uh, I'll work I'll, on that. Well, I can, I can do it. I think we've established that technologically that that one is, that's my baby. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, last thing, is there anything from your social media or anything like that that you want to share? Um, that you can no, think of? I don't think so. Um, the other morning I'm so, I'm, I'm very ready for summer yeah. and I will, we'll make it into a new podcast, um, one time, but I was going to ask you what y'all are going to do this summer as far as like, you know, you're a working dad and the girls are out of school and what is y'all's plans? But I will touch on this for a second that I am ready for summer because I'm done with school and as far as taking my kid to school and I'm just, I'm ready for a break. And the other morning I stood over a loaf of bread that was molded and I actually considered picking off the mold and still sending, still sending my kid with the sandwich made with the moldy bread. That's, that's not bad. How done, that's how done with school I am. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So uh, yeah. I'll, I didn't. I didn't send them. No, never, was, never. Yes. You're a better was, parent than the rest of us. We've all done it. Whatever. Oh, I've done it. If it's just on the crust or something, but it was a little bit too moldy. And I was like, mm, well, I, I, actually, no. I think if you're a little ballsy, you send them to bread with the, to, to school with the mold on it. And you just like suck it up, buttercup. Like, like <laughs> kids need to learn rejection early on. Like, ooh, gross. <laughs> what is wrong with that? And, uh, and you know what my thought was though not about the nutritional value of it not about the harm that it might give him by eating mold not, nothing just exactly my only concern was what would the teacher think of me yes yes <laughs> I didn't care what Caleb thought I didn't care like if it made him sick none of that just like oh I better not send it because the <laughs> so let's that. reenact that Caleb is that mold on your bread and then picture the look <laughs> on his face like he's like, uh, 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 like, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, my mom made my set. I don't know what to say. Um, uh, yes, ma'am, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking one of my daughters opening that up and sitting across from their friend and them staring at her like, Ooh, gross. And she's like, Ooh, I know. And in their brain, they're like, mom, how could you? Yeah. It too brute. Yeah. So. All right. Cool, cool. Um, have we decided how we want to close out yet? Uh, last time you said a prayer, which was nice. Did you like that? Yeah. All right, cool. You want to do it again? Yeah, go for it. All right. Father God, thank you for this awesome day. Thank you for the blessings uh, that come with um, us being able to do what we do in this free country. Um, we pray, Father God, for continued um, glory to Jesus and to you as uh, as we go through these changing and difficult times. Help us, Father, to uh, trudge through this difficult world and, uh, and do um, the best job that we can do at parenting, at loving each other, at being kind, at uh, putting positive stuff out there, Father God. Like we've got all this new technology and stuff. 
uh, help us to continue to use it for good, Father, um, as well. When difficult times happen, uh, we want to pray for anybody that's out there that's listening that's dealing with anxiety right now. When that stuff comes up, whether they're dealing with it daily or, uh, or just a one-time off thing, help them, Father God, to uh, take better care of themselves, to, to get rest, to, 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 to get outside. To, to, to be active, to feed themselves right, and, um, and, and more importantly, to turn to you. Uh, may you call their name. May you call them by name, Father. And may, uh, may they become stronger with you in their lives as, as they turn to you. Thank you so much for the blessing of being able to be a daddy and a mommy and for the blessing of this podcast. We are exceptionally grateful and thankful and uh, we are excited for how well this is going and for our burgeoning listener group of five people, Father God, and that um, we get the opportunity to do this and share. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Good night. Have good, a good one. Good night. Be blessed. <laughs>